ABF Creative. ABF Creative. Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Miss P, and it is time for another word with Miss P. I hope you are ready for another episode because I am. On today's episode, I will be tackling the season six reunion part number four of the Real Housewives of Potomac. Honey, what we have all been waiting for with Miss Nikki, Nikki Minaj. And I'm changing it up a little bit this week for what you say happened now, so you don't want to miss it. Let's go ahead and get into it. Cue that music. Let's go ahead and get right on into The Real Housewives of Potomac. Of course, this one was reunion part number four. Nikki jumped right on in, didn't she? I mean, hold your tits, hold your jewels, hold everything, okay? Nikki just jumped right on in on Ashley talking about, now, honey, you didn't lug your breast milk to start some shit for the camera time, honey. Like, seriously. And the questions that she was asking... She said these questions were from her and the Barb's. I honestly think it was from her and Bravo, okay, because it was everything we wanted to know and more. Now, going back to Ashley, yes, little Dylan is so cute, but not that damn cute to carry your storyline, okay? Due to wonderful playback from Bravo, it did seem like Ashley... Went on that trip just to pump, have her little uh, Coronas, okay? Enjoy the little horse divers and flap her gums, okay? That's what she was there for. And that is the truth. She got her breast milk out of that nice little fridge and she left, okay? So, Ashley, what what was you doing there, sweetie? I'm, I'm very confused. And Wendy, hush, talking about I felt it was Giselle being malicious, not Ashley. Thank you, Nikki. Exactly. It's the same difference. They were both talking about you. Like what you, Wendy, shh, just be quiet. Actually, Wendy, you can talk because they were talking about you. And the eye is you just don't like Giselle. Just call a thing a thing. So anytime Giselle is mentioned, you are going to have a sour taste in your mouth. It's understandable. You kind of all right with Ashley. And Ashley has a way of bringing you in and making you feel like it's just us talking, girl. And then she'll be like, so what the hell is going on here? Or do you feel like womp, 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 where Giselle is very, you know what I'm saying? And Robin, she just follows Giselle. So anyway, it was like a big womp womp for this whole segment. And it still tells us really for Ashley that she didn't really have a huge storyline for this season. Well, one, I didn't care about it past cute little Dilly. You know, um, Miss P. Love the kids, you know what I'm saying? But as far as her and Michael's... Sorry, I threw up a little bit. Sexual relations and what's going on in a bedroom and getting it together. 702. I didn't really care about it. Okay, Candace was trying to uh, butt in and help Ashley out a little bit with Nikki. And girl, you don't even fucks with Ashley, bro. But I see what Candace was doing throughout this episode chiming in trying to help out and every time Nikki would go candy girl calm down it made me laugh but at the same time it was like look at you in solidarity looking out for your fellow castmates when you feel like they are being ambushed go ahead candy girl but shut the hell up thank you it's not your time yet please be quiet if you were chicken head be quiet like shh, just be quiet um everybody is acting like nobody knew Wendy would be pissed 
about them bringing up the accusations. Child, they are all delusional. I'm very confused. And I feel just like Karen and everybody else. Let's move on, please. And thank you. I'm done with the whole accusation bit. Back and forth with Wendy, Giselle, Robin, and Ashley. I'm tired. Effie, I'm tired. Yes. So we're going to go on. Oh, Jesus. I would have rather stayed on that segment. We go on to Robin and talk about her and Juan potentially having more intercourse. And I'm like, Ugh. now there's some folk I don't want to think about that have relations and some folks that I don't want to think about having relations is them. I don't want to know about them. I just don't. Oh, good point, Nikki. How is Juan dealing with the fame of Robin because I always forget at one point he was a basketball player like I always forget about that I don't know why he just doesn't come off like I was a basketball player I don't know but she said one thinks it's like really really sexy seeing me do my thing and the aha was I was like that is true earlier in the season when he was like Robin get your ass up do something honestly if you get your ass up and do something he gonna be all over you it kind of makes sense a lot of times people are gonna tell you what they like what they want and what they respond to. Now, granted, their tone and how they convey that can be changed. And thankfully, they did that this season. And hopefully, they make it last forever. Keep sweat because, honey, they just getting older, child. But hopefully, next season, they go ahead and get married again or not. I don't really care. So now let's roll on into something that we need to know. Um, why does Robin and I'm sorry I had to stall a little bit because I'm trying to figure this out for my damn self because they are grown-ass women why does Robin have to feel like she has to wait for Giselle's okay to know who do we like who do we not like for the week it's like a check-in type of thing you remember in high school where you had the ringleader everybody had a click okay represent though your click everybody had a click and you had that one person that basically was the ringleader okay and then you had to kind of like check in with the group and be like, yo, so who do we like this week? Who we don't? It's terrible. It was a lot of following stupid shit that was going on in high school. And if you claim you didn't do this, <laughs> LOL, yes, you did. But anywho, it seems like they're still playing those type of reindeer games and they're grown as hell. But anyway, Robin, of course, when she answers the question, she talks in circles as per usual. And she was basically telling Nikki, girl, I was drunk. So that's the truth. We can't really even listen to her when she's drunk in that segment. But I wanted to say, Say, what about the times that you're not drunk and you're asking Giselle, who do we like? Who do we not? Do uh, you don't have an answer for that? Uh, okay. So instead of talking about Giselle and Robin being secret lovers, uh, child, I, I was over that. We get into talking about Mr. Darby and Juan. Okay. So Nikki wants to know what is the tea? Is, you know, Mr. Darby attracted to Juan? And of course, Robin was like, you mean sexually? Duh. How else, friend? I'm a little confused. And she was like, mm -mm, I don't believe so. This is just, I don't know. It's, it's nothing. And just like Nikki, I wanted to say, so saying the dick sucking part, we're just going to have that under the radar nobody's going to talk about that there's no flirtation there both women are like no ew that's not going on Nikki child leave that girl alone leave both of them alone honey neither one of them are gonna say their husbands are kikiing with the other one especially Ashley child just leave that alone child we will never know why Michael said what he said about the dirt and you won't figure it out on that segment honey neither one of them are here to talk Ooh, -ooh. <laughs> okay so I'm just like Karen with that one please move it along child just move it along move it 
alone. So we talked to Giselle again and Nikki was like, do you think your beauty has started to fade at all? I, I was dying laughing. And then Bravo's messy ass put like a before of earlier seasons and her now. And granted, everybody ages. I still think that Giselle is beautiful. But at the same time, you know, you got to keep yourself up. Honey. You just can't go off of light and pretty ass. You can't go off of that the rest of your life, honey. And pretty hair you can't those quote-unquote uh desirables that I think are so stupid honey you can't go off of that you have to go off of your inner beauty honey that's what's gonna keep your light shining all right so hopefully Giselle does a lot of inner work soon because baby she should have listened to little Ray Ray you bet okay the age of Karen we head on over there and I was like why are we talking about people's ages and beauty and shit like oh god the shade the diggery and it is true with Karen, though, that baby girl has made some drastic improvements since the first season. The first season, her wig was turned right around. She was wearing them little sketchers where now she has those um, jumpsuits on all the time, velour and all types of material. And her wigs are pretty cute. Uh, she has her face beat all the time. So Karen does not want to be caught out here slipping. OK, and I would rather. Oh, my God. Why did we go back? to Jamal and Giselle I would have rather stayed on Karen but we talk about Jamal and Giselle and the second chances and baby girl she broke down like the whole what had happened was with the church she was like honey I was there when Jamal started the church okay we was getting coin off of his speaking engagements, you know, um, when they bring him in for people's pastors, anniversaries and all types of shit. We weren't getting the money from the church itself. OK, we went from about 40 members to 15,000. OK, so we never took money from the church. I said, child, you were getting them church checks just as good. But you ain't got to go into it, honey. You ain't got to go into the logistics. You are going to be set for the rest of your life, honey. And that is okay. Nothing is wrong with that. And Nikki was even like, so when you got with him, y'all was getting checks and he was taking care of you. That's okay. And that's your just do, honey, as the mother of his kids. That's fine. And you was married to his ass. And even though he was cheating all over the place, honey, you're taken care of. So that's that on that. But honey, something I feel like, and I've said this a lot. Yes, she would be taken care of, but I really want her to take care of herself internally. You know what I'm saying? So you can be happy for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? You don't want the last, not saying the last days of your life, but sure, the last days of your life, you don't want them to be just dry and crusty. Ain't nobody got time for that. Because Jamal, he out here doing his thing, living his life like it's golden. And granted, I don't know. I'm not in his brain, but you better live your life out here and quit worrying about people. Okay. So hopefully moving forward, I don't know, Giselle and all of them girls up there on that couch, including Nicki Minaj, keep enjoying their lives because you just sitting up here talking about people going back and forth about the same shit over and over and over again. Honey, we're going to be talking about the same shit next season. Watch what I tell you, especially with uh, Jamal. It's not over. It ain't. Let's head on to Mia. Karen. Ashley and Mia married older. And the question was from Nikki, is that the new wave? And then she said, if there was no coin, would you still be there? She actually said, actually, no, let's take that out. If there was a hundred million dollars in the bank of your own coin, would you still be with these older men? Ashley said, well, when I met him, 
Maybe not. Well, bloop, girl, you done blew it up. You said what you said, and that's it. Nikki was like, so uh, how old were you when you got with him? And she was like, I was 22 when I met him, and I was attracted to him. Nikki was like, well, what was you attracted to, child? (laughs) I was dying laughing. She was like, his witty sense of humor. He really liked all the flavors of the Hot Pockets. He was smart. I was like, okay, then, girl, we understand. You going to stay with your little Darby. Karen. Would you have married little Ray Ray? She said, honey, I would have never married anyone who didn't have any money. Let's just get that straightened out. But I have to have Ray. Everybody was like, oh, he moved my soul. And (laughs) it doesn't hurt that when I met him, he had coin going to bed. Well, damn girl. Okay, we get it. She was not going to be without little Ray Ray. Mia, what say you? She was like, well, what makes you think I don't have a hundred million in the bank? I was dying laughing when Nikki was like, girl, you don't. I know you don't. (laughs) She said, yes, hands down. I would be with G. I was like, lies. Then we go into the stripper versus entertainer. Mia, just stop. And then she wants to be the empowerment queen for the strippers and entertainers association. Girl, have a seat. This child said she is used to being a sex symbol what I was confused let's just move on I just we gotta move forward we gotta move on honey we gotta move on Wendy versus Mia I'm sick of them let's move on from them as well Wendy I don't know what made you go from commentary to candles Nikki shut up shut up shut up shut up Eddie Winslow was following booty models Wendy said oh my god it was just the blogs and I don't know who he follows I'm looking at Wendy like girl I know you know every password from the top to the bottom of Eddie Winslow you cannot tell me you don't know who that man follows you can't the way you run that ship at your house there's no way honey I don't you Eddie got to ask what can he even buy him a little brew? Okay, a cold brew from the local grocery store. He has, you know, to child, you can't tell me you don't know that. Anyway, Candace, let's talk about Candace. Oop. <sighs> Nikki says, your mother seems like she will destroy your husband on national TV and totally okay with it. Like what you got to say about that girl? Now, you know, here goes the waterworks, but didn't nobody care about the crying. Okay. What you telling mama dot? Okay. That's the biggest thing. And yes, I so agree with Nikki. She was like, honey, the boundaries have to come from you, candy girl. You can't, you can't want other people to facilitate your relationship with your mother especially when you're married you have to be able to say hey girl uh uh-uh you done rubbed on some toes including mine and my husband's I didn't like that you said that you can't say that okay that's the biggest thing you have to let people know where you stand and what they cannot do okay to you and the people that are around you it's very very important or people are going to continue to do the same things over and over and over again so instead of let's talking about Mama Dot, we had on the drive back. You really think I'm <laughs> So on a scale of one to ten, the question was asked, how successful did y'all think the song was going to be now? 
let it let me know now how successful from on the scale to brick like it didn't sell shit to platinum Mia was like um negative two like ew, it was terrible and I was like girl you just you just not on the candy train okay because the biggest aha was you were standing right there to be in the music video when she asked you Karen she was like oh my god 400 and they were like no no Karen zero to ten she was like oh I guess a five yeah candy girl said it has over 500,000 streams okay it's on the billboard R&B chart number 24 number four on iTunes and Nikki was like and how long has this been out she was like about two months and then she said is that well a lot of them were like is that good in the music world then Nikki was like, well, how many albums did you sell? She was like, hold on, let me look at my Palm Pilot. Let me look. Hold on, hold on. It just came out yesterday. Candace knows how to run around something. She was like 20,213 thus far in one week. And Nikki was like, oh, 20,000. Oh, okay. In my personal opinion, we got to clap it up for Miss Candy Girl selling 20,000. There's some artists who don't even sell shit. And I'm looking at Nikki like, girl, you have had, I mean, millions of records sold. You can at least tell the girl congratulations. Like, come on, Can, Come on now. Candy is trying. She done went out here singing, you really think you can play And then here goes Nikki saying, girl, it, I have a record label. What is your selling point? And she was like, my vocal ability. Okay, girl. She said, aside from everything else, my vocal ability, I'm going to give you vocals. Sha-la-la-la. I'm going to give it to you. Now, here's the thing. Nikki was like, I heard the auto tune. So I need to hear like a little acapoco. Go ahead. Sing drive back. Sing Mary had a little lamb. Um, Sing going up a yonder. Sing whatever you would like to. And she was like, um, I'm going to do a gospel song. They were like, sing your own song. She was just going in circles. <sighs> Candace girl, if you said it's your vocal ability, you need to be able to boom cat right on site, baby girl. You have to be so confident in your vocals, your ability in your dream that other people be like, oh, go ahead. You know, there's people out here in life who believe so much in themselves that even if they ain't doing the shit correctly or properly, you believe they ask because they believe themselves. Candy girl, you got to be just like that. And personally, that's a word to myself. You got to believe in yourself so damn much that it don't even matter what the next person think. Okay. It don't matter if Nicki Minaj is sitting right there or the rest of the girls. And that brings me to we need Nicki Minaj every single reunion, please and thank you. I enjoyed her. I loved how she wasn't scared of the girls. She asked the questions. And granted, being that she is a known celebrity and even known for her shade, the girls knew what they were going to get into, even if they didn't know that she was going to be there. OK, but at the same time, I'm looking at all the girls shocked with my mouth open just because Nicki Minaj was there. But where are all these big ass mouths that everybody has don't let Nikki or anybody who is going to be a guest host punk y'all because out of nowhere they were just sitting still didn't say shit they were like ooh, ooh. they let Nikki punk them a little bit okay but any other season they talking over each other they want 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 so it was a good mix up I enjoyed it I really really did um like I said I believe Nikki needs to come back every single season for the Real Housewives of Potomac she asked the right questions I was here for it but sometimes I do feel like she could have big up some people even when she was talking about Wendy with the candles it was like Nikki you've done other things okay nothing's wrong with that 
Okay, don't downplay people just because they're good at one thing and they want to go into something else. It's okay. Okay, so all in all, I enjoyed the episode. Of course, I did. And it gave me so much life and breath. And will I be watching next season? Of course, I will be watching next season. Real Housewives of Potomac, they really held me this season. I was shocked because last season was good. But this one, I enjoyed it for them from start to finish to hold me. Bravo, you did some good things. Andy, I don't know who you was talking to in that boardroom, but y'all did the thing for the thing. Okay. y'all it's time for some what you say happen now topics but I'm gonna change it up and I'm gonna let y'all know what shows I have been checking out catching up on because y'all know I've been waiting for this baby honey but this week is the week honey Miss P is having her little baby this week I'm really really excited about it so I've just been catching up on TV of course because I've just been relaxing chilling And the first one I want to tell y'all about is Portia's Family Matters. It came on right after this reunion. And y'all know I was going to watch it because it's so damn messy. And I'm looking at Portia and her new man like, why? Why y'all? Portia, why you do that? I don't. He don't even open his mouth all the way. Let me be quiet. But either way, hot dog man. That's what I called her ex-fiance, Dennis, her baby daddy, is up there as a whole castmate. And if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have no shade up there. Okay, her whole family's up there. Yikes. Uh, so far, I am sucked in as per usual because I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of Portia Williams. She's just extra and I live for it. I love it. Did I like her decision about uh, her new man? No, I really didn't because it was messy as hell. Just last season on The Real Housewives, you sitting up there at Fallon House and greeting her husband, who is your new fiance. And the ink didn't even dry. No divorce, my divorce, no divorce. And y'all just boot up, boot up. And here's the thing. Portia really, really enjoys extravagance. Who wouldn't? Okay. But at the same time, I'm sitting up here like you have been saying, I'm not leaving Duluth. I'm not going nowhere. And this man winds you, dines you, you see all his Rolls Royces, you see all this shit and you were just ready to move to Buckhead. Okay. Now the biggest aha is I was looking like, how did her and Dennis not make it last forever? But of course, I watched their show. It was a bunch of fuck shit. It was a bunch of mess. And the biggest thing was I didn't see them really coming together where you can tell she's really excited about all of this glitz, glamour and coin. OK, but at the same time, girl, you better lock in. You better make sure that you got all of your T's crossed and your eyes dotted. OK, because you remember what happened with you and Kuta Cordell y'all know I couldn't stand Cordell but you remember what happened so girl don't you get so caught up okay that you don't have yourself straightened out okay that's my biggest thing and you see what happened with him and Fallon he said he's been married four times he already got a bunch of kids and nothing's wrong with that but the biggest thing is is he moving on a bit too quickly Okay, and are you moving on too fast just because of the glitz, the glamour, all of this? So we're going to see how they make it last forever. Keith Sweat, of course, I'm going to watch it. And while I was watching it, I'm sitting here like, I'm not sure, though, why she didn't want to peach for this upcoming season of Real Housewives of ATL, because I believe it was Candy who had a show separately and she was also on Real Housewives. So I'm not sure. Maybe that's something that they agreed upon together. I have no idea, but I am going to watch it, child. As far as me reviewing it, uh, going in on it, we'll see. But like I said, this first episode, I was just looking like, I don't know, dog. 
I don't know, but that ain't me. I don't have to sleep with him. I don't have to look at her. That's on them. Okay. Yes. Dexter. Yes, I'm going all the way to a scripted show now. Dexter on Showtime. Y'all remember Dexter? Crazy. I hate calling people crazy, but it's a fictional character. Crazy ass serial killer Dexter. Yeah. Back on Showtime, we're about going on four episodes in at this point. And spoiler alert, his son is back and causing more mess than Dexter can keep up with, child. All the while, there is some killer kidnapping, serial killer mess going on as per usual in the background. And it's good and reminiscent of eons ago of Dexter. I remember this had to be oh shoot five six years ago I binge watched Dexter and Grey's Anatomy and I was sucked in I did a whole summer binge watching it and if you've never watched Dexter you gotta check it out you just have to and not saying you have to watch old Dexter to watch this new one but there's some character placement that's in there there's some flashbacks that you'd be like huh so my biggest thing is it's good TV so would I tell you to go back and watch Dexter from season one shit why not but it comes out every Every single Sunday I'm not gonna spill any beans but it's pretty good and initially I was like I don't know how I'm a, how I'm a like this I, I'm not sure but I am enjoying it and I definitely tune in every single Sunday uh, another one that's on is Yellow Jackets it's also on Showtime how I stumbled upon this I have no idea but I like it Sammy And although, let me say this, this last episode, number three, I believe it was a bit all over the place. Now, some of the character builds are a bit of a bore, especially on this episode, but I like seeing a brand new show. I'm trying to give it some time. Um, Basically, what's happening in this show is there's this soccer team, a girl's soccer team. They are on a flight. The flight... um, basically crashes of course they get stranded and they end up turning on each other like some lord of the fly shit okay eons later the ladies who survived are trying to live their lives even though they got some fucked up shit going on but they're trying to cover up old wounds okay so people don't know what really had happened with us okay so you're trying to catch up with that and do some flashback stuff i love the cinematography of it and how they're actually um how the editing is is really nice i really enjoy it so that's every single sunday like i said this episode was the first episode out of the two that I've seen that I was like, damn, this better not slow down. So we'll see if I keep up with it. Okay. But that's every Sunday as well, right after Dexter. Something else that I watched on Showtime. I don't know why it's been a Showtime weekend for me, but I binge watched Your Honor with my husband. Well, that's the thing. We were watching Dexter, Yellow Jackets, and then Your Honor popped up while we were waiting for this baby to come. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. How did this fall under the cracks for me? But my biggest thing I have to tell you is just watch it. Okay, Brian Cranston is one of the main characters. You know him from Breaking Bad. And my thing is, I knew the acting was going to be great. And like I keep saying, I don't know how this show fell under the cracks for me, but it had to be the pandemic because I believe they said last year they had started recording it. Um, But due to the pandemic, they had to stop and they picked up back with recording the end of last year. So it came out in February. So I really don't know how I'm, how we missed that. I'm not quite sure. But it got picked up for season two back in Augustus. Okay, so we have to wait until next year for season two. But honey, it is so good. I'm not even gonna spoil it for you. It's 10 episodes. It's an hour a piece, but it goes by so fast. The character building, you just get sucked in. The setting is in New Orleans. Like it's so good. I, I enjoyed it. 
did. I really did. In the end, your mouth is open. I mean, your mouth is slightly ajar. Like, what the hell? Like, that's what you're looking at. But either way, you know, during the holiday season, you always catch up on good TV. I haven't been able to catch up on TV in a while just because I've had so much going on. Um, But during this time, of course, with uh, Thanksgiving happening and waiting around for the baby, I have been catching up on TV and just chilling out. And it's been really, really good to do that. And if you guys are watching anything, please let me know so that I can get some catch ups going on. But uh, thank you all so much for listening to this What You Say Happened Now. Changed it up just a little bit so y'all will know what y'all need to be watching and catching up on you know what i'm saying so we'll be on the same page for listening but before you go make sure to follow and subscribe on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you get your podcasts and if you're listening on apple Podcasts, be sure to rate us and leave us a review every single comment matters you can also find me on twitter and instagram at miss tp90 see y'all next week